Welcome in, everyone, to episode 97 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Speediest Chief 2. Fresh Mystic shirt or what? What's going on there? Dude, this is a fresh Mystic shirt from London. Picked it up at the Pokemon Center. Looking looking so fresh and so clean, man. Dude, we're getting we're getting the full behind the scenes look at your room here too. There, so I didn't Dude. realize. So I knew you had a green screen. I didn't realize you had a green like sheet too to cover up the bed. That's Bro, interesting. It, it's because That's my it's because or is your blanket my, just green? No, it's because my co-host uh, makes fun of the fact that I have a green screen, but then you can still see my bed in the background. <laughs> so I I got like an additional green uh, sheet and I like, throw it over my bed. <laughs> That's yeah, bullying Speaking is peer pressure work. Uh, you know, so it's the bullies taught me well in high school. You know, so uh, I learned from the best. Um, no, no, don't bully anyone though. Besides, besides me, don't bully anyone. Um, <laughs> speaking of blankets, yeah, Speedy was talking about his comedy. He's like, "What's going on? You got a cold or something, dude?" I've turned into a real LA person these days, man. It's, it's a, it's a chilly seventy degrees in my apartment right oh, now. So I got It's kind of chilly. Holy it crap. is it is cold outside though not gonna lie it's like um it's 58 degrees dude that sounds sounds nice i mean it is if you're I'd not used to like 75 degree weather i'd be chilling bro I mean, yeah i mean you dude chilly you, <laughs> you spent so many years in atlanta right like your body adjusts real quick i'm just saying uh, when I moved to Atlanta from Connecticut, right, when I went from college, mm. that first winter when I went back to Connecticut for the holidays. Oh, dude, that I was, was brutal. Oh, yeah. Everyone walked around in t-shirts and shorts, and I was just like, dude, what's going on here, guys? I was just <laughs> like, give me, like, another blanket. Yeah. But here we yeah. are. Anyway. So, I, before you jump in, Caleb, I just want to apologize to everybody because I know this episode's going to be a little bit late. Uh, I'm really putting a lot of pressure here on Caleb because I have not been very available the past couple of days, and this is on me. So if you're mad, let us know in the comments. Yeah, because Speedy been hitting the casinos down in Mississippi all night. Bro. He, uh, he out late every <laughs> night. <laughs> I, I wish I was having that much fun. That's not true. Uh, maybe not, though, because you've been going out that much. You're probably losing money at that point. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Typically, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you have the hot chip or no? Oh no, I don't. I still don't have it, dude. I've been so busy. I haven't ordered it yet. Oh, okay. It. All right. We'll we'll do. We'll have some guests on for next episodes, so and maybe okay. we'll do like two episodes from now. So you right. got you got two weeks. You got two weeks. All right, I'm down. Yeah. I, I want to knock out all these bets, man. We gotta we gotta close. Oh, yeah. You up. know what? Let's settle this bet what? so that it has. I have some ease of mind here too. How much stardust do you get on Swine of Community Day? I I need to know. All right. All right. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I am DMing it to you. Oh, you are? Well, actually, I guess I can hold it to the camera what my total was. But I have yeah. the evidence, too, in case you yeah. need to see that. Mine? Um, okay. All right. Math. We'll, we'll throw out the numbers, and then we'll discuss, all right? Oh, okay. All right. All right. What's, what's your total? All right. I'll show the screen, but I'll say it verbally in just a second. So our YouTube viewers get, like, a three-second right, head got, start here. Got, all right. All right. Ready? Set. Go. Oh my gosh, oh. I got you beat so hard. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Let's discuss. Oh, so mine man. mine is 522,990. And Caleb's is 778,475. So you beat me by 250, which actually oh makes gosh. sense. 
and we're gonna discuss why (laughs) yeah please do yo you have me i've been nervous for a couple days straight but let's go ahead all right all right i'm loving it mammo bassy that abb line here we go not 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 so soon right okay so the first thing (laughs) yeah the, the first thing is that it was pouring rain all day oh in picayune Right, okay. pouring rain. Second thing is that I only played two hours because the night before I wasn't feeling very good. I ate uh, Wendy's and I was like up late at night, feeling I, gross. And I only played two. Wendy's. Dude, I don't know. It betrayed me. I Wait. only played. Um, what? Okay. All so, right, so you only played two hours. Yeah. So long story short, two hours in the rain, and you said it was uh, what kind of weather in LA? Just curious. It was it was weather boosted. It wasn't weather boosted for you. Nope. It's raining. Oh, okay. Time. Well, then that's uh, no, we, we we can't say. I mean, the Wendy's thing is like a different story. But like, if it actually yeah. wasn't weather boosted, then that that then that's uh, yeah. The weather boost, like like we discussed, this this goes for all of our starters bets, right? How the heck did you get that much without weather boost for two Dude, hours? I'm a beast, man. I'm a dog. Dude, I'm I don't know, man. I, you say two hours, man. I don't know if that Dude, Wendy's I'll, even happened. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll show you the screenshots, bro. Grinding. <laughs> You have a screenshot of the weather too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I took a video of the rain, but it was definitely there. Oh, but Damn, I, dude. I might need to stop these Stardust bets at this point. I don't know what you're doing, dude. I'm just a beast. What? How's that possible? Like, how do you get that much dust in two hours only with no weather boost? Dude. That's crazy. Do you clear through your stack? I assume. Uh yeah, I mean I have a stack. I have some rewards like in the research that I clean. I did too. I don't have a I don't have that many rewards. Man, what the heck? Yeah, maybe oh. maybe I'll write a book on my method. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you need that, to. That was Sunday, right? Oh, uh, Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Yeah, Saturday. This one's at two fifty-five. Okay, this is when I started. Oh man. Thank you, Rain, I guess. Yeah. Thank you, Rain, or thank you, Wendy's. I mean. <laughs> Dude, I was feeling like total crap. I, I, okay, so originally I was supposed to go down to New Orleans uh-huh. to hang out with uh, with Mad Magic and catch Pokemon Yeah. Um, for the charity stream. But the charity stream didn't happen, and then, of course, I wasn't feeling good. Yeah. What did you order from Wendy's out of curiosity? Dude, I got the same thing I always get, the Baconator. Hmm. We're not sponsored by Wendy's, so we can say I wish, things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Because you yeah. got to sell it to them. Be like, oh, my stomach hurt, but you got to go to Wendy's. <laughs> Use our code. Exactly. Battle Cats. Get $5 off your next order. Dude, okay. I wish. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. Mm. Well, I don't know. It makes me kind of sad. I wish we could have had a fair bed. Nah, it's okay. It's okay. I don't I don't need to play no Mammoth Swine. Well, we still got a Bastion. Thing for you we actually have a stardust uh, community coming up uh next oh, month too but we we'll do talk, we'll talk more about that uh let's go through the comments from all right so i don't know if we have time to go through both sets of videos well let's go through our euic uh episode 95 comments first and oh we'll go man Levi's, like another I, time i've been i've been waiting for this one. dude i got i had a i had a spoiler uh from speedy that school traveler left us a comment and Ooh. i haven't read it yet so i can't wait let's it's, get into this it's spicy dude, muy caliente I, I don't understand like this this person Scroll Trapper listens to every episode, I think. <laughs> like, why? Anyway, let's get into it. Right. Scroll Trapper from episode 95 says... First comment. Yeah, first comment. 
Yeah, first, yeah, first too, right? First comment. This is what usually it just says first comment, right? This this yeah. person left the novel. Your analysis of my comments is a perfect illustration of two people who have never had real jobs in business. Untrue, but let's go ahead. I I, I used to work at a bunch of different things. Actually, I've been working ever since I graduated. Well, I, before college too, but uh, from the day after college as well. If you truly think Pokemon Go PP is going to even remotely approach approach esport territory you have no concept of how to analyze basic data i kind of feel bad at how brainwashed you are but keep celebrating each time pokemon go breaks 2k views on twitch you just beat one of the lowest watched channels of just chatting category of someone taking a dump (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it going your harebrained ideas for getting more people engaged into pvp misses the fundamental insight that the player base thinks the format is plain boring. You see two stationary Pokemon doing repetitive moves with visuals that look like they're straight out of the 90s. But here you are <laughs> pretending that somehow Pokemon Go PvP gameplay even remotely compares to actual eSport gameplay in real games like Dota 2. You've got to be kidding me. Or are you guys really that delusional? The skill ceiling for Pokemon Go PvP is extremely low compared to real eSports. You can train a StarCraft player to easily dominate Pokemon Go PvP. The com- uh, the converse is not true. Any idiot can be good at Pokemon Go PvP. You're managing one Pokemon at a time, and most of the time is is spent tapping a repetitive move, planning for a <laughs> finite amount of decise- decision points in a given match. Flip to any real esports, StarCraft, Dota, etc. The APM is massive, and the micromanagement plus game management at competitive level takes an extreme amount of dexterity, skill, and strategic thinking that only a fraction of players <laughs> will achieve. Any idiot can learn to be good at Pokemon Go PvP when you take away the barrier to entry of catching slash money. One year growth? Sure, the same nerds keep showing up in person, but viewership is uh, cratering. (laughs) You guys really are clowns. And you put the clown emoji too. Oh, Trapper, (laughs) I will disagree with you. If I was that good at StarCraft and Dota, I I would be a pro StarCraft Dota 2 player. Man, I'm washed up and old. I gotta play Pokemon Go. Dude, here's the thing, Squirrel Trapper. Oh, God. If it's that I mean, easy, you should be just winning worlds, right? Like, where you at? Compete. Dude, all right. For, forget forget the 2K viewership or whatever, right? You go to these tournaments, you win one, you get easily over $1,000 plus in prize, prize money. With enough yeah. people, 2K plus, plus 3.5K to go to Japan unless you're ready from Japan, right? Like, Let's, let's sign up, right? Let's sign up. We got we got Portland in a few days. If you're in the Pacific Northwest, where you live in, right? You don't have to tell me where. You don't have to give me an address. Give me a general region, right? I'll hook you up with a regional nearby. Let's see, let's see what happens, right? Let us know your username too. I would I would love to commentate your battles, right? I'd be like I'd commentate me, scroll trapper guy. Well well known in the online community, supposedly has has skill sets that that can definitely rival anyone in Pokemon Go, right? Easy. <laughs> <laughs> put your money where dude. your mouth is right if if you think you're that good if you think it's that good dude you gotta be doing something scroll trapper man again like i said oh wait no oh they privatized their videos oh no they did on their channel oh they privatized their um their favorites <laughs> i used to be able to see their favorites but they they privatized it again. dude i never i've never even bothered to go to their page well, well, I I did it initially, and that's when I found out that their most recent, um, their most recent like comment was actually, uh, or like uh, most recent favorite video was mine. 
So oh. they clearly did GBL like for whatever reason for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe they struggle hating legend. Dude, we we could spend a whole episode just breaking down this comment by itself. Dude. Also, like, man, we should have say scroll trappers comment for the end so that they listen yeah. to the whole episode. But the thing <laughs> is. <laughs> They're going to listen to every episode too for whatever reasons, man. This this person's a masochist, man. Or, or, or yeah, a masochist. They love us making fun of this person. It's it's a uh, it's hate listening, right? Like people, some people yeah. will hate watch that series Velma, right? Just because it's so awful. And I think yeah. that's what Scroll Trapper is doing too. He's like hate listening to us. This is great. Maybe Scroll Trapper has like a shame kink or something. Be like, yeah, keep going, <laughs> I mean, keep making fun of me. I'm into this. <laughs> Dude, I really think so. Dude. And it's just it's just amazing to me that somebody who's so disinterested in this game is taking this much time <laughs> to listen and write out a comment like this. The first comment, Caleb. The first comment the 13 first comment. days ago. And also it was edited, which means that he went back and read it and made sure he spelled everything right. <laughs> Dude, I will say that. I was actually going to give Skull Trapper a shout out. Correct punctuation, yes. correct grammar, like eloquently worded, right? Yeah. Like I, I, you know, like that's the most annoying thing when you read some like belligerent, like like hate comment is that it's belligerent. You can barely read what they're saying. Like, what True. are you even meaning by this, right? I have no misconceptions about what Scroll Trapper is trying to tell us right now. Hey, True. man, look, if you if you feel that way, that's fine. I'm not. No one here is arguing that Pokemon Go has a higher skill ceiling than Dota Two or exactly. Starcraft, right? Exactly. Like, exactly. What, what, what we what we talk about here, right? You know, it is. Dude. It is what it is. Checks. What are you What are you doing? You're just walking around here. Let's let's let's, let's calm down. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Like like not trying to take away anything from the the big mobas, right? That are like the banner carriers for esports, obviously, right? But he didn't mention any other esport, any FPS game. Right, you could argue that Valorant has like a similar skill ceiling, just because you have like a limited map, limited weapons, limited abilities, and you just have to like predict what's around the corner. I mean, again, yeah. oversimplifying, oversimplifying. Yeah. Either way, hey man, if people enjoy it, let them play. Right? What you, what you, what you care about? Dude. What you care about? Dude, remember when Flappy Bird was a huge phenomenon oh, in the world? Yeah, Dude, I people loved that thing. That was a basic game, but people loved it. Hey, yeah. You you think? You think I'm hating on the creator for making a basic game and making it that big? Heck no, man. I'm jealous. I wish I did that. I wish I had the coding skills to make that game. Right? They had. A, I don't know. They took it out of the app store, too, even though they're making like 50K a day. It was wild. It was mm-hmm. kind of wild. But. Dude, I'm just, I just want to say, right, like Scroll Trapper is comparing us to the MOBAs, right? Obviously, like Caleb said, we're never going to com- directly compare Go to MOBA. That's like a suicide attempt. That's, that doesn't make any yeah. sense, right? It's like, yeah. saying, it's like saying someone who's a professional tabletop tennis player, you know, ping pong player, is mm-hmm. going to be like the next Roger Federer. It just doesn't make any sense, right? Even though they're similar games – or just because you're good at basketball, you should suddenly be like a wide receiver in the NFL. It doesn't make any sense to try, try to compare esport athletes, right? Or just athletes in general. But I mean, again, a lot of these MOBAs took uh, took a decade to develop. And Pokemon has an issue right now where we can't even find arenas that are big enough with the internet cap- capability we need because we have so many players. So mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about growth, right? That's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh sabine keller responded said any idiot can be good at anything and everything if they put some effort in what is your point did you try pokemon go battle league didn't get to legend melee and are upset now i think so i mean they definitely played some gbl if they favorited my old video right from gbl 
just try again and try to have some fun. It took me further only to play what I really enjoy. I'm actually better at it since then. Eventually, I'll make it to the leaderboard. And then responded, you would never have any chance to be competitive in a real game like StarCraft or any MOBA. The skill ceiling are much higher. You struggle with extremely simple game like Pokemon Go is proof that you're bad at real video games. Skull Trapper, who you who are you, right? If if you're that good at StarCraft, you're good at Dota, drop us a link of your your record, right? Drop a Please. link to your profile. Uh, have some proof that connects you. Here's the thing, right? If you're as good as you say you are at anything, right, you would never be posting under a pseudonym, right? You know, you know, people that are very successful in life. They don't care if they're trolling on their main accounts. They're confident in their skills. Look, say what, what you want about Elon Musk and his takes, but Elon doesn't care. He'd be trolling people on the internet on his main account. He ain't hiding under no pseudonym, right? He ain't no, like, you know, robot trapper, like, username he's posted under, right? Like, if, right? You, if you're anyone of significance, you wouldn't have any qualms. So let us know, Scroll Trapper. Let Dude. us know who you really at. I almost feel like Scroll Trapper is a hardcore Pokemon Go fan who's just like playing the devil's advocate, and they just made this burner account just so they can say all like the dark things that they think about and question, <laughs> and just like spew it all out and get it all out into the universe. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't like, I don't necessarily disagree with some of Scroll Trapper's points, but I'm just like, why? What? What got you so pent up? Like, who? Can, who? Can, why? Why you bothered if? Pokemon Go has 2K viewers or 5K viewers or yeah. 50 viewers. Like, what does well, that well, matter to you? Well, look, here, here's what the thing. It, what does it matter to you that you're listening to a podcast with a thousand weekly listeners? Like, who cares? <laughs> you know, Squirrel Trapper, I, I, hate, I hate to spoil this for you, but there's uh, actually a lot more podcasts out there in the world that have even less than us, and they're probably putting in more work than we do. You should true. really shame them, too, for putting in work. Dude. We put in work, but we don't put in that much work, right? Like, yeah. And, like, and, it's a couple and, hours a week. but And here's here's the last point, right? Like, he's talking about real esports, like like MOBAs, right? StarCraft, Dota, etc. Yeah. As he says there verbatim. Um, it's like saying that the biggest sport in the world is football, right? AKA mm-hmm. soccer, as we call it in the U.S., right? Yes. If the biggest sport in the world is soccer, then everybody else should compare themselves to that. And if they're not soccer, then they should just fucking quit and play soccer. That's what <laughs> he's basically saying, right? Like American football is not a real sport. Hockey's not a real sport. Basketball is not a real sport. Because if you're not football, if you're not the biggest thing in the whole world, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's yeah. what he's saying. It makes no sense. Uh... I assume he. I don't know. He, she, they. I'm not sure. It's a squirrel. What you mean? It's a squirrel. Yeah. Hey, I will say... We got merch coming on the way. I got someone designing a Squirrel Trapper shirt for us. So, oh, let's go. So, hey, Squirrel Trapper, if, I, I, how about this? I'll make you a deal. If you could somehow verify your identity, right, uh, and you show up to an in-person event, I'll give you a Squirrel Trapper shirt for free. It literally, oh. the shirt will literally say, I am Squirrel Trapper. It's the perfect shirt for you. True. Just, just show up. Just show up, you know? We should create a movement. We are Squirrel Trapper. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the sequel to the shirt <laughs> oh my gosh. the whole army <laughs> yeah. all right anyway move on to the next comment dude i i love it i'd love it me dude. too I, I don't ever, don't ever change scroll trap <laughs> yeah yeah and don't ever stop leaving us comments man it only helps our videos get more listens 
23 EJB says, talking about improvements, I talked to Mel in London that I seriously think we should make top lefts mainstream. I don't want to have my Trev get farmed down by Noctowl or Lantern versus Noctowl in the endgame scenario. It's demotivating and frustrating. Let me top left and we play the next game. We should frame it differently so it loses the salty note it has. It's not a rage quit or top left, just a forfeit like VGC and TCG. Mm. What do you guys think about it? I think it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think right now yeah. the connotation is like it's kind of like a rage quit. Um, but like it, it almost looks like worse when they just like stop timing. They're just like, all right, take it, right? Like, like you're just wasting, you're just killing time, mm-hmm. right? Maybe like, like I think it's like you top left, like friendly, like handshake, like you mm-hmm. got me, right? Like it is what it is. I think that's fine. Um, but yeah, there is something in the rule, I guess, where it's related well, to like, yeah. Uh, well, well, if you leave a game, period, right? Let's say you have lag in the beginning yeah. and you top left because you want like a fresh start. Maybe you have like that self training. Uh, where you could just like you know back out and say hey there was you know a, a disruption there then in the play pokemon circuit it's an automatic loss right which is why a lot of people don't yep. leave but i will say a lot of the reason or one of the main reasons that people forfeit in vg and tcg is because they recognize maybe a halfway or two-thirds of the way through the game that they can't win and they don't want to reveal anything else about their strategy yeah. so if you're on your like your last pokemon right it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to top left but if you still have something in the back that's reserved and you know you can't win then I think, you know, keeping the mystery, keeping the strategy of not revealing that third thing or not revealing that moveset that is really key, I think that's valid. I think they're all, like, I think both should be allowed, right? Even, like, if it's not your last Pokemon Pokemon Go. Like, I think top lefting there is kind of... Like, sometimes I do that in GBL. Like, if I know I'm hard countered, I just leave because I don't want them to see my third one in case I match up with them again or something like that um, so that I have some play the next time around. So I think that 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 could be nice strategic element to it, too. Um, I, I will say Mel's the perfect person to talk to 23 EJB. Yes. So I think, uh, you, you definitely went the right direction. I don't know. I don't know if Mel plans on implementing that or not, but I think that is, yeah, Mel is the esports manager for TPCI now for Pokemon Go. So, yeah. um, definitely the person that will be in charge of making those types yes. of decisions or at least has influence, right? I don't She might not be the only one. She might have to get clearance, right? From people. But sure. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jeff must kill, dude. That's just there's a treat underneath dude, if you look at the comments. I know, I know. I already dropped it down. Yeah. Uh, Jeff must kill says, "Yo, let me get that pre-order. I'm scroll trapper merch. Maybe a greeted with the animation after gets hit with a charge move and poops out candy. <laughs> Take my money, please. Thank you guys for the content. Really, scroll trapper says, "Yes, go ahead. Tell them to use copyrighted material on their shirts. That will go straight into a legal complaint." <laughs> You know, if anyone reports us, it's we already know who it is. <laughs> exactly right. We already we already have a good idea. Uh, wow. Yeah. No thanks. I, I, I thanks, like Jeff. the idea. I like the idea. Let's. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll talk to our our merch designer and see what we can do. Like, yeah. Like Dude, that's honestly that would probably be our hottest merch too of all things. Dude, <laughs> like, I think so. Really it doesn't do. matter anything else we come up with. Dude, I, I would wear it. I, I would wear it at an event. Yeah, I would wear it too. Everyone should wear it. Dude, imagine right. at an event and everyone's wearing scroll trapper shirts. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, V for Vendetta, right? Everybody's wearing like the mask <laughs> and the, yes. the case. All right, oh, we are scroll trapper. Next merch idea, we got scroll trapper masks. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a greet it mask. <laughs> uh, Sabine says, another great episode. Thank you so much for putting all the effort and time in. One thing I would have loved to find the details in the show notes, though, was the little timeline from one hour, 39 minutes. Quote, we have we have a Bastidon stream coming up. We have our GBLA stream coming up Wednesday night. We've got another Thursday night at 630 Eastern start time. Sunday, we have a charity tournament, blah, blah, blah. This is me. This is a direct quote from me. 
This seems to be the perfect time to drop my favorite Caleb quote. How do you say this, Caleb? Wait, wait, wait. What? What days? At what time? On which platform? Where can I find in-depth information? Dude, the wait, 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 what? That's definitely you. That's definitely you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I I thought I was saying all that stuff. No, no, no. no, You were. You were. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The way we what was the part in quotes. <laughs> you you nailed it. Yeah. But I, I always Sabine, thank you. Because I always try to think of Caleb quotes. He was listening to me cast uh, at EUIC and he's like, Yeah, man, you got all these like analogies you say and all this other stuff. And I, I just don't realize it, right? So I want to pick up some of Caleb's. So this is really helpful. I need I need to change my cadence, my rhythm. <laughs> you know? Sabine says, Sometimes I have my difficulties understanding all of this. I played Pokemon Go since 2016. I played GBL since season two, but I never got good enough to really be able to compete. So I never got to know about anything outside of the official stuff. I have a full-time job in life outside of Pokemon Go, but I like to watch tournaments and I like to listen to your podcasts. Therefore, I'd love to understand what you're talking about. I'd be more than glad if you could explain to me what's going on outside of the official Pokemon Go tournaments. What exactly is GBLA? What are factions? What else is there? And where and when can I watch it? I really hope I'm not the only one with a lack of information here. Sabine, you are absolutely, yeah, great question. You're absolutely not the only one with a lack of information. Um, this is this has been a recurring theme. I'll, I'll go quickly because I know we're we're rushing through these as as quick as we can. Because <laughs> we're um, about GBLA soon. For yeah, years. yeah. Again, this this falls on me and, and my problematic scheduling. Um, so the Pokemon Go community developed a lot of grassroots things outside of the official communications, and we just recently got into the Play Pokemon Championship series, right? As of last mm-hmm. year. So for us, we've been doing a lot of grassroots stuff for a long time. Most of it lives on Twitch and YouTube, and you have to go to each creator's specific page. Uh, for me, it's twitch.tv slash 2 The GBLA, really quickly, is we look at the Go Battle League leaderboards. We grab the top eight trainers. We invite them, whether it's Discord, Twitter, Facebook, however we can find them. We invite them to a tournament. There's a $100 cash prize put up by our sponsors. And... Uh, our eight weekly winners compete in the grand finals. We're essentially like having everyone play a best of three go battle league style set uh, against the other seven competitors. And then the winner will go on to the grand finals. We want like a season champion, right? There's number one on the go battle league leaderboards, but a season champion sounds really cool too. So we've been doing that for about seven seasons. We're about two years old in terms of GBLA, yeah. which is wild to think about. Uh, Caleb, you want to break down factions? Because that's so Sure. I mean, I will say, too, I actually, even as someone that's been a part of the community since forever for PvP, like, even I wasn't super familiar with GBLA when I did mm-hmm. it. I'm friends with Speedy, too. Like, I've I've seen it before, but I wasn't, like, totally, like, immersed in, like, the qualifications. So when I did it for the first time, you just, you invited me, like, hey, like, you, you, you made it on GBLA. Would you like to do it? I was like, yeah. sure, what I do? <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know, right? You're like, yeah, yeah. you just play best of threes, like GPL style. Like, whatever. I was like, all right, I'll right, just do it. And I'm just playing opponents. I'd like, I didn't even know the significance of it until afterward. I was like, oh, wait. I was like, that was a pretty, shoot, that was actually not easy to get on because I can't get back on. I came close, yeah. I came close recently, but I couldn't. I, I got 22nd. Yeah, you came really close. But really uh, close. Uh, little, unfortunately, I had played some Master League Premier and I tanked Ooh. the punch because, dude, they were like 200-point down pairings every time. Oh, rough. <laughs> um, but yeah, faction, so Factions is part of Silf Arena. Silf Arena is essentially the grassroots show six tournament format. They have like limited formats. It's not like open Great League. Um, and they've done that since the beginning of PvP for Go. Essentially January of 2019, right? I, I Technically... The PP stuff launched December for like, but they officially launched their tournament starting January. 
and they've mm-hmm. been doing like unofficial like like regionals like worlds continental stuff like that and um <clears throat> and that's how speedy is uh one of their world champions from season two right because mm-hmm. they had a bunch of different uh grassroots tournament formats essentially all this existed before gbl even existed actually because yes. gbl didn't come out until a little over a year after pvp was released in game right mm-hmm. so what were we go- what were people that going to do with gb uh pvp before that right so silf arena was that placeholder for all these competitive things and it, mm-hmm. it's pretty much was all the way until the play Pokemon stuff, right? Because even yeah. then, it was GBL still, which is like competitive in its own rights, but not show six, not official tournaments, not like, you know, there's no mm-hmm. world champions, just like leaderboard stuff. Um, so yeah, so that was Silph Arena, and then they included, they created something called Factions, which yeah. is another format within Silph Arena and is a team format. So seven versus seven and all this stuff. Um, there isn't a lot of footage on that because people just play it, but. I got some videos in the works, so if you want to tune in to how the format looks, uh, I'll, I'll give you all a heads up when I make our first video, my first video too, because it just takes a lot more time and effort to make these videos than like GBL videos. Um, yeah, it but does. it's something that uh, I would love to showcase more of. So yeah. So anyway, that's the rundown there too. Hopefully, others. I'm sure others had that same question. Yeah. Um, so thank you for asking that, Sabine. Manning says, "What if I told you that?" I'm actually the third squirrel trapper. <laughs> Let's go, Manning. We, we got... <laughs> what if it's been Manning this whole time? <laughs> it could be. He could just be logging in, logging out. Honestly, I, I <laughs> if if it's actually just a true fan of ours and just their alt account, I got to give you a shout out to one for commitment to the bit and two for creating all this content for us. But I honestly just think this is just a straight hater for whatever reason. But, um, you know, it's what it is. Oh my goodness. Lyndon says, Ayo, appreciate the call out. Hashtag dads at PEP. Uh, LOL. It was a wise perspective that the game needs to continue to find a way to refresh the funnel of new, younger players or keep current players more engaged. No doubt they are having discussions about this eternally, but actions to implement will be key to games forever success. Dude, for real. For real. You know, one way to keep that forever success is making it really hard to hash that. Hashtag Volcarona or whatever. <laughs> we'll talk more about that in a little bit. God. Uh, uh, Triptondo says, I'm positively surprised 256 to 3 in one day was actually done very fast on Saturday. On the Sunday of EUIC, right after the champion for Go was crowned, there was a side event that had a lot of battlers participate in. There was a seven-round Swiss-style bracket, after which Top 8 qualified for a single elimination bracket. Would you guys think a similar format could work if play Pokemon tournaments would go bigger than 256, for example, with 512? You play a Swiss-style bracket, after which top 32 or top 16 qualifies for either single elimination or double elimination bracket to determine champion. Love to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Also, I had an absolute blast meeting you two in London. May we meet again. Dude, for Yo. real, Triptondo. Also, may we meet again? Are you a 100 fan? Have you seen the 100? No, I haven't oh, seen it. Great show! It's a great show. It's, I mean, it got a little cool. weird in the end, but it was. I still loved it. It was. It's. It's on. It's on Netflix. If you got some time to kill, it's, it's gotcha. amazing. I don't know. Uh, that's a quote that. Uh, that's a quote from it. Triptown, you you need a response to this 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 video. Tell tell me if you're <laughs> if you're not. That's fine. I just need to know, right? It's not a lot of us out there. Yeah, Arrow actually is one of them too that watches. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yes, I think I think that is eventually the the 
the route we have to go because like if, yeah. if we have 500 plus players like there's just no way you do the double elimination like maybe even if even if you do like a top 32 that'll still take a while right to get to yeah. top 32 and you can't go you can't do top 64 for day two right that's so many players um the current problem with that is we don't have enough phones we don't have 512 like iphones right to yeah use. So that's, that's a probably, lot of money yeah so there's that and then you know wi-fi is also concerned with that many phones connected to it it could be mm. a potential problem of course like i trust in tpci and daniel and mel and the team the go team to like execute um solutions around this mm. right it's a good problem to have with that many players right we have to work around that um but those are the immediate barriers at the moment but again yeah. i mean it's not like TPCI does not have the budget potentially to buy 512 phones, right? They just don't have it right yeah. now, and we, we don't need that right now either, right? Yeah. But that is something, because with Swiss, everyone's playing constantly, right? There's no, no one's getting eliminated, so everyone's mm-hmm. on the network constantly. Yeah, also true. And, and I think the, the last thing I'll, I'll tack on to that is that, um, as you can probably tell, we're using Challenge for all of our bracketing at these tournaments, and I feel like for Swiss to work the way that it's intended, you also need some kind of like skill-based waiting waiting in order to pair people that are, you know, I, I guess you, you don't necessarily need it because if somebody keeps winning, they just move up the Swiss bracket. But I think it's a good starting point for equal distribution throughout the pods because right now it's kind of like a first come first serve, right? If Caleb signs up first and Arrow signs up second and I sign up third, guess what? We're all going to be in the same pod more than likely. But I think if you had some kind of like skill-based weighting and records of how these trainers have performed in the past, that could be really good for kind of balancing out the overall tournament and making sure that you don't have like, you know, crazy situations where like, you know, Wolf Glick is fighting against, you know, somebody who's just getting started in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Exactly. Ben Shram, Shiny Hunter Ben says, I wonder if y'all were able to bring up factions on stream. I know Nessa Beethan brought up being teammates with Statistan in his interview. Wouldn't it help the audience if the casters explain what that is? Yeah, great question. Mm-hmm. And the uh, we do I do have an answer for you. We unfortunately can't. And the main reason being is um it's essentially a branding issue, right? Because like yeah. especially with the Pokemon company, like you can't just like mention other products or grassroots things like very specifically um and i I like it's not like tpc i specified exactly why we can't bring up factions but here's my most educated guess on the the reason why we can't is because and that's why like for a while too a lot of like players weren't able to even wear their faction jerseys right you can't like they give you the play pokemon shirt to like cover up any brands like if you're wearing just a standard black or white shirt or single color shirt or whatever they won't give you a shirt to cover up but most of you have brands and stuff Right, so standard brands, like if you're wearing like a Nike shirt or whatever, like obviously they got covered up. But even if you're wearing a fashion jersey, unless you got it cleared, and it seems like recently this has been getting cleared because I know Stadium Elite has some players, NEB has some players wearing it. Like there's there's mm-hmm. been more and more people wearing official jerseys. I think Stadium Elite, if I'm not mistaken, went through like like a like apply for do, something with yeah, TPCI. They did a rebrand, right? Yeah, yeah, or something. They had to like clear with TPCI. And it took, like, I think it took a few months, but they got it approved, so now they can wear their jerseys. But, um, but for stuff like Sylph and Factions, we can't bring it up. And the specific reason, so let's put it this way, right? Um, Sylph will probably never be an organization that could ever officially uh, partner with TPCI and mm-hmm. the, the championship circuit. And the main reason being, if you think about it, it's their direct competition, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. the only other grassroots consistent 
show six format is sylph right yeah so it's like from a competitive standpoint it's kind of like if you're it's kind of like if we work for like i don't know nike we're not going to randomly bring on a commercial someone wearing adidas right (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so it's kind of it's kind of that mindset i mean it's not it's not like trying to like tpc i try to be shady or anything like that but it's just it's just for their brand right it it doesn't make too much sense for them to give free marketing publicity and mention to that kind of stuff also like i think yeah there's there's probably like a bunch of legal stuff too that they can't go into as well so that's that's the biggest reason why we always say like grassroots and stuff right Mm -hmm. um and I think we're we're safe to say that. Like it's nothing. It's nothing. Like I, it makes complete sense. Um, in, in my understanding, right from an official organization like TPCI and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas for Sylph, like you know, they're not like, you know, a corporate public company with lawyers and all this stuff. Like they don't care if you mention play Pokemon stuff, right? Um, yeah, exactly. Commentating, right? But um, yeah. that's why that's why Pokemon's very very strict. About. I mean, they're very strict about their branding in general, right? We don't say Pokemon die or get killed. Mm-hmm. Like we don't, we don't like we don't abbreviate Pokemon because that's not part of the brand. You can't just say Trev. You can't just say like Basti, right? It's yeah, like a full name. Well, well, I think it, it's uh, to your point that you just said. I think that Pokemon controls their branding very, very closely. Uh, honestly, all the different hoops you have to jump through and all the different red tape you have to clear in order to get anything approved is is just incredibly formidable right when whenever you want to propose something to tpci or change something it's really really dense and i think that they look at mentioning uh, a different platform or a product on their show as a bit of a soft endorsement that instead of just mentioning something it almost feels like an endorsement because you're speaking for the company right Mm -hmm. and a lot of people will compare us to maybe subconsciously to like sportscasters or newscasters, right? Mm -hmm. ESPN and Disney have a lot of brand guidelines about how they talk about certain things and they don't mention things outside of the company as much as they can. But a news company can talk about anything that's going on. So they can say like this company did this or this person did that or or this, you know, organization did that. They can mention all these things at the same time because they're just like reporting the general uh, things that are happening. But for us, we are spokespeople of the brand itself. So we have a lot more constraints. I don't usually love your analogies, but that one, dude, I get it. I fully understand it. It was a good one. Telling you, I like telling it. you, man. I Sometimes like they hit. All right, dude. I'll let you take this next one because, dude, I- Ryan sent us. Uh, <laughs> God, and I feel bad because we haven't. I haven't watched back the videos he sent us. He well, surprised. I haven't watched the video either. So he, he DM'd us some some videos on this additional research. Yeah, with me and Speedy. Yeah, he created a group chat. Okay, first of all, I love Ryan, right? He's a great guy. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm just going to read through this quick because there's, yeah. there's a lot great of guys can have bad takes, here. right? <laughs> Whoa. Okay, okay. Ryan says, he says, guess I'm back. Back again with my rebuttal. Uh, first, never been a Lakers fan. I'm a diehard Cavs fan. All right, so he's trying to address the point we made before about, you know, wow, being a living homer. in LA and being a Cavs fan. Interesting. Dude. It's tough life. Uh, you could say I have some bias, which is fair. But more than that, I firsthand watched his supreme greatness. Oh, my God. So on, many, on many a night that most fans have not. I don't totally disagree on the Super Team era point, but since LeBron's Miami Heat changed the NBA forever and how stars move from team to team. But just want to throw out some facts for you in regards to the Jordan's Bulls y'all speak of. Okay, first fact, Scottie Pippen. Top five player in the NBA during the Bulls' runs. Steve Kerr, most accurate three-point shooter in NBA history. More so than Steph Curry? Man, that's actually pretty nuts. 
Horace Grant, four times All-NBA defensive player. Dennis Rodman, stat-wise, was one of the greatest rebounders in NBA history, even with his antics. That I can't disagree with. Tony Kukoc, best European player of his time, an early Dirk type, which he's talking about Dirk Horowitz. Ron Harper, elite defender. Phil Jackson, 11 times NBA champion, four times NBA All-Star coach, 1996 NBA coach of the year, and further innovator of the triangle offense created by Sam Barry. My point is, the last dance was enjoyable to watch, but really took some narrative liberties for how, how it all went down. All that to be said, I'm the first one to admit some of these LeBron teams had bad supporting casts, especially those early Cavs teams and losses to the Spurs and Magic in the conference finals in 2009. So the fact that from all the way till he went to the final first 2007 till now at 38, averaging 28 slash six, excuse me, 28 slash eight slash six isn't lost on me. Oh, and he, and he's the greatest scorer of all time passing Kareem this year. Okay. And currently number four in assists only behind Stockton, Kidd, and Paul. Michael Jordan is fifth in scoring all time. Not even close on assists because he never wanted to pass the ball. Okay. First of all, LeBron has played like twice as long as Jordan almost, right? <laughs> Secondly, Kobe never wanted to pass the ball. And uh, Jordan wasn't – I mean, he was bad. He wasn't that bad. And LeBron is the more comp complete player and 10 years from now. After LeBron is retired, we will sit with all the proof that's in the pudding and why he's the basketball goat. Obviously, things look better in retrospect, right? None of none of this exists in a vacuum. I just want to make sure we have the facts straight. Thanks for humoring me. Nothing but love, gents. Not first-time listener. Not first-time commenter. Let's go, Ryan. <laughs> Dude. Conky said, uh, don't forget to mention MJ's playoff record before getting Scottie Pippen. LeBron carried scrub teams to the finals and MJ was getting swept. People seemed to think his career was only six seasons long. Uh, LeBron, all-time scoring leader, fourth all-time in assists, and 32nd all-time rebounds. Not to mention the advanced metrics. He has the accolades with MVPs and all-stars. Four rings is no joke. I don't know why it's so downplayed. Getting just one is hard enough. That's true. Uh, Charles Barkley knows about that. Conky also says, also people want to throw out. He's played more, so obviously he has more stats. And forgot this man has been in the league 20 years, is pushing 40 and still averaging the same stat line. Nobody was saying that about Brady. Just impressed that he was still competing at a high level. But for LeBron, it's somehow a negative. You know, these, are not, these aren't too bad points. Okay, here's the thing that that I will never get over okay. for LeBron, right? right? And for the LeBron fans, right, for Ryan, for Conky, right, for anyone uh, out there, you need to explain this to me, right? And I'll, I'll, I'll be, to be fair, I haven't seen every Jordan game, right? I haven't seen enough true. Jordan games to know, so maybe this happened as well for MJ, right? I know this didn't happen for Kobe, at least. I'm not saying Kobe's like the greatest all time, but I'm just saying, like, as an example, another really highly regarded player. Yes, LeBron has flopped multiple times. Like, I see there's so many clips of him flopping and stuff. Like, okay, if you travel, you do other stuff, right? That's accidental. That's the refs not calling it. That's fine. Flopping is intentional. You're six foot eight and like 260 plus pounds, <laughs> and you're flopping. Like, it's so obvious. You, like, you'll flop, you get a foul call, you get up like there's no, no, nothing, right? Like, mm -hmm. like, obviously, he gets hard fouled legitimately as well, right? I'm not excusing any of that. I'm not saying he's flopping with those. But there's been enough moments of him actually flopping over the years. And I just have no respect for those kind of plays, right? It, like, sure, you can say it's strategic, whatever. I hate that, right? Like, if you're, like, if you're, like, you don't, you shouldn't need to flop for advantage, right? You shouldn't, like, if you're the greatest all time, you shouldn't do, you shouldn't need to cut any corners 
to be the greatest, right? Like, especially on a flop, like what? It's just so. It's it's the meta now. It's the meta, right? Hate like it. If, if you Hate if it. you look back at, at basketball in the eighties and nineties, right? They, it was a lot more physical. You'd actually like you know punch people in the pile. It's like in football, right? You like twist somebody's wrist in the pile yeah. just to try to get some kind of advantage. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of shots below the belt these days, and <laughs> just the playoffs alone has been Fair. wild. Fair. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't agree with flopping either. But because the refs give them the freaking foul every single time, I mean that's why they do it because it's the meta, right? I've never seen Kobe flop, you know. I never Ooh. seen. Uh, I don't know if Shaq's flopped or not. Never seen Dwight Howard flop, know. you know. I just. I don't know. I I want to hear some feedback on this. Let's Dude. keep the conversation going. Speaking of Kobe too, do you remember that time when Matt Barnes like was going at it with him and like. Kobe was guard- like uh, Matt Barnes was inbounding the ball from out of bounds, and then like Kobe's standing right in front of him, guarding him, and he just like shoves the ball right in Kobe's face, and Kobe like doesn't even. Play oh face. yeah, he he like he pumps it at him. <laughs> Dude, yeah, cold blooded man. Dude, the yeah. man does not even flinch when someone's trying to throw a ball right in your eyes. That's wild. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, I remember that. Can't yeah, get under his skin. You know, mm-hmm. that's uh. Mm-hmm. That's something I respect. All right. Anyway, David uh, Majewski uh, says, it would be cool if GPL Reward Pokemon had a better chance to have good PvP IVs. I've heard an idea that GPL Reward Mons should have second charge move automatically unlocked. What do you guys think? Yo, that'd be pretty dope if it was unlocked automatically. Or even a chance for that would be kind of cool. Um, the PvP IVs, like, they, do, like, re- they do remove the... The uh, what do you call it? Not yeah, the, the floor. No, the floor. Yeah, the floor. sorry, the floor. Mm. I was, like, I was gonna say basement. <laughs> the, they do remove <laughs> the IV floor on Go Battle Days, right? Yeah. Um, I think there's pros and cons to that as well because, like, for me personally, like, I'm still looking for uh rank one Ultra Leaf Scrafty, and like the the mm. IV floor is kind of nice for that purpose. Or like, if you get a legendary encounter, like, oh, maybe I get a chance for a Hundo, right? Like a Hundo yeah. Lugia, whatever. But without the IVs, then, you know. So I think there's pros and cons to it. I do like that on Go Battle Days, they remove the floor. And that's where you get, like, wild people like that boy Muck getting incredible, like, Pikachu Libre spreads and whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think I think that it, w- it would be cool if they do mix it up more often than just Go Battle Days and stuff. Speaking of which, when is the next Go Battle Day? I feel like we haven't Dude, had one in a hot second. It's, it's coming up, right? Is it this um, weekend in Portland? Or one I'm in Portland? <laughs> it might see. be. It might be. Yeah. But that's my take on it. I don't know. Um I think I think I, I do like the concept though. Second charge move unlock would be kind of cool too. Uh, I don't know if 90 would go for that though, but um, Oh, okay. So the next Go Battle Day is actually May 14th, and that's the Stardust Go Battle Day. It's Oh, okay. There, there's no um well, there's no North America regional at that time. I don't know if there's any global ones. Because the Hartford one is on the twentieth. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's actually a regional that weekend. I think that's one of our our few open weekends. Nice, nice, nice. That'll yeah, be good. that's gonna be interesting. Where where the you actually pay for a uh, uh, Stardust bonus? Oh, right. Let's yeah, see. see if you would go for that or not. I mean, it'd be interesting. Sure. But again, like I'm not a tanker, so like I probably wouldn't benefit <laughs> too much from it. Like I'd just be losing my sets. Or just yeah. go breaking even. I think you should not go bad days when I like because I don't really tank, so I am just going like two threes and three twos like constantly. <laughs> I'm like yeah. bound the same people too. Yeah. King Duxpool says commenting on the goat goat talk. Most people when talking about MJ is 
better mentioned the perfect six wins in six attempts finals, which is impressive versus LeBron's four wins in 10 attempts. Mm-hmm. As Speedy mentioned, LeBron's competition is better. So right there, to me, it's more impressive. He has been 10 times in a tougher era. Also, if you're going by championship being the mark, Bill Russell would be the GOAT since he won 11 championships in his 13 years of playing. Both MJ and LeBron are great and played in different times that you can't compare. Jordan was the GOAT of the 90s. LeBron was 2000s, in my opinion. Odd commenting about NBA on a Pokemon podcast, but love the variety and content. (laughs) Keep up the great work. Hey, I don't think anyone disputes that, though. I think everyone would agree that if anyone's the GOAT of the 2000s, it's LeBron. Even even I, yeah. despite me not liking his flopping, can agree with that. Yeah, agreed. But, yeah, uh, I, yeah. Again, it's it's like apples and oranges, right? I, I don't know. I, and like Ryan said, like that point that he made stuck with me. I do think that in hindsight, we'll look back and we'll see a lot of dominance from LeBron and say, "Oh my God, he's so good." Because you know everybody has a bit of rose-colored glasses in retrospect, right? Yeah, I mean the fact that the fact that LeBron's dude, the fact that the Lakers are still in this this season. Is I wild, know, you know, like they're old, they're battered up, dude. Like, it was such a what whatever plan, whatever team they try to put together, like did not pan out, and they still made it work somehow, right? Like they had all <laughs> these like old superstars on their team, and like like yeah. not, like half of them, more than half of them, aren't even on the team anymore. Yeah, dude, Dwight Howard's out there playing in China somewhere, dude. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. I mean, Lakers had a really underwhelming season, right? I mean, they were barely above, what, 500 yeah. overall. I mean, I don't know. I'm a Lakers fan, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nathan says, Bo Jackson was another two-sport monster that was a sad loss after his hip injury. But, yeah, yes. I'm a LeBron guy through and through, so there would be much there would be much to debate. But I can see your points and can respect it. We will revisit after this year's playoffs. We we shall. We shall. Uh, hey, I, I haven't seen the last dance either, too. So um, uh, maybe, maybe I need to go in with, yeah. Uh, again, like nice. Jordan's being interviewed constantly, right? He, he's he's on camera a lot. He's giving his commentary. Yeah, He's actually very protective of his brand as well. So he wouldn't mm-hmm. sign up for anything that painted him in a negative light. So true, true. again, again, there is some bias, right, in anything that you make. Uh, but Nathan, I just want to shout out your call out, call out for Bo Jackson, dude. God, if you ever watch his footage, he was just unbelievable, man. The way the way he used to run, running backs just don't have that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. I sound like such a boomer, right? They don't make movies like they used to, but they don't <laughs> make Bo Jacksons. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Charles Wayland says. Getting matched for Speedy and GBL forced me out of my complete lurker state. Been following since Zionic days. Yo, I love it. I do want to thank you uh, for all the content and great casting from you both. It keeps me going as I struggle to get to even veteran rank. But having a world champion as gatekeeper on my veteran push fortifies the randomness of GBL. On the generational topic, I would... Uh, I'd be interested in a true senior division for those of us who are oh, 54. Five plus, uh, aka old enough to be your parents, but don't have reflex or memory to count past seven or the eyesight <laughs> to see the type icons. <laughs> Love it. I'm Love basically it. free to play, but would be happy to support your content and efforts to improve gaming community. Dude, honestly. I would love that too. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, we can talk to Daniel about it and see because if they have that in sports, like they have a master's True. tradition in sports, dude, I'm approaching that for weightlifting. Like the weightlifting master's age is like 35. I, I, I've, I haven't been competitively uh, Olympic weightlifting in a while though, but so I, I, I'd still struggle against those, those guys too. But Aging out, man. Yeah, dude, I've been aging out. Man. It's, it's the cruel march of time 
Yeah, I've been trying to go back into the gym more more frequently lately. I don't know. If, I don't know if you could tell or not, but oh, dude, I, I I have not. I've not sniffed a gym in too long. Um, so to your point, Charles, I think it'd be really cool to have a even like a grassroots tournament that's like fifty five and older in order to do like a fundraiser or something. That'd be really really cool. Um, I'll I'll, I'll mention this when I forget. Were you also there, Caleb, or was it? Um, it might have been Knoxville. Okay. I was walking past the TCG tables, and there was a woman there, and she had all white hair. Uh, she must have been like seriously, like she must have been like in her seventies, right? And she was mm-hmm. there at the tournament playing TCG event against a bunch of kids. I thought it was like the sweetest Dude, thing. Awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. Like that lady has guts. I'll be us one day and go. I think oh, I'll, I'll rename. I'll change my in-game name to uh, Caleb the Gray. <laughs> oh no and then and then when i get even older i'll just do caleb the white <laughs> like you know if i could do speediest geriatric i would <laughs> oh no <laughs> uh <laughs> you could do slowest slowest chief <laughs> slowest chief dude people are already calling me that exactly so yeah you're gonna be even slower than that uh elliot yeah. radford says i am i ran coma o at uic if only i got Tauntaun round one and not Nesabethan copium. <laughs> Love from Penchu and nor uh, oh yeah, this is Penchu. I didn't realize. Uh, oh, I, what's I didn't up, Penchu? It. Yeah. Uh, normally listen on Spotify, but came here to comment. Hey, appreciate it. It's good running into you too. Thanks, Penchu. Hey, um, trainer Paul says merch idea for those that introduce themselves as Squirrel Trapper when they meet you guys. Sure, I say I'm Squirrel Trapper with a photo from the famous scene in the movie Spartacus. Yo, Spartacus. Uh, I haven't seen the movie actually, but I saw the TV show. Um, yeah. I did see that scene in Spartacus, though. Yeah, Spartacus mm-hmm. TV show is great. Pretty um, famous, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. This squirrel trapper thing is amazing. Um, <laughs> Alvetica says, "Go see the movie Air." What is Air? Uh, well, I'm I guess not we sure. gotta go see it. We gotta go yeah. see it. Is it is it about basketball? <laughs> I'm just thinking it's like gotta basketball. be right. Air Jordan. I don't know. Twasta says, "Oh dang, my comment on the last video got blocked by YouTube or something." I was saying Speedy's metaphor was pretty convoluted. <laughs> Thank you for recommenting this. And then I was saying that the championship points they're doing for Go for NAIC Travel Awards can only be earned via locals. Performance at mm-hmm. EUIC and regionals won't count for the championship points this season. This oh, season. I didn't realize that. Okay, I thought regionals count too. Okay, shoot. We got to go to locals then, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's that's interesting because I'll just depend on – I don't know. That'll be, that'll be interesting. I think they do have s- – yeah, I need to see which one's in LA, I guess. But um, King Duxpool says, second comment this week. Sorry, haha. I don't fully agree with Speedy's take on the world's competitors can't compete. Uh, the competition will be less. Example, Ramberto's own, uh, going to only one region regardless. He qualified. Dialop only went to one. He qualified. Well, technically Dialop went to Toronto too, but yeah, uh, I get your point. Yes, there are some that go to many, but I think it would become all more region-based for who would compete where and allow mm-hmm. for diverse trainers being showcased. Not going to lie, seeing the same stagnant meta with the same trainers every region is not going to grow this game. Fun discussion, as always. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's a good point, too. And I think, like, something something we try to keep in mind if we have the option to feature different players is something was like, dude, they get a lot of screen time already. There's no point in showcasing yeah. them, right? Unless, like, there's no other good matchup this round. Like, we typically try to show, like, newer players, too. Like, the, the main thing we try to balance is we don't show new players that are, like, too new, right? They don't know what they're doing, right? Or, mm-hmm. like, they're going to make fun of. Like, that's not a great time for anyone. But we want to show, like, like you know, good matchups. Maybe players that haven't been on stream before as much yeah. yet, right? Um, so, yeah. So, that's, that's usually what we go for. But it, it's just tricky because right now we just don't have a ton of participation. 
like Portland right now is, I don't know. It's like 60-ish players. I, I don't even know how many. Is it only 60? Oh, I, I don't know. It's less than 100. So, uh, you know, so, so that's the tough part. And we already have like, like I think Accent's going for sure and like some other people mm. that are already qualified, right? So it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a tough spot at the moment. I think like if, if we have more player base, it, it'd be it'd be better. But, yeah. um, yeah. Justin says, "Hey guys, I agree. Uh, was very pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed the Nine Take Mystic Hero events slash non-event. Uh, converting Candy to XL was a huge bonus. Licky, Jobber, Onyx, Will Pig. So list goes on. And I was evolving right up to the deadline too. Finally got through the backlog of Lucky Eggs. I don't really need. I think <laughs> I feel my love of hyper efficiency. Every pat pat rat uh counts." Finally, in related <laughs> news, Caleb, I'm ready for a future watch hog. <laughs> Hopefully, team. Oh my goodness, dude. Uh, appreciate I, the comment, Justin. I just want to say, um, Justin sends me some of the best gifts. In dude, Go. he's dude. great. Oh, your friends are Justin. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, realize. yeah. Dude, his gifts yeah. are top tier. Oh, definitely. He had like a he had like a cool cats gift. Like he literally said cool yeah. cats on it, and he had like a Lola meow posing. It was like it was so. Good. <laughs> I was so pissed because I accidentally opened up. Without pinning, because I almost never pin gifts, but I was like, dude, dude, that is one I would pin. And he said, yeah, don't worry, I'll send you another one. So he did, which was great. You done um, messed up. Yeah, Paul says, hey, Speed and Caleb, feel free to leave this comment off the podcast. It may be a bit negative. I have decided to stop playing Pokemon Go after playing every day since 2016. Mm. I was even part of the beta release. I think I have had enough of the endless cycle of Pokemon Go, especially with Niantic strongly dictating how I should enjoy my free time. I think a lot of people play Pokemon Go for a lot of different reasons, and I'm not getting enough enjoyment from the game. I think a big part of what kept me going over the years was excitement and hype from various YouTube creators. Thanks for all your efforts. I will probably reduce my Pokemon Go viewing to not get FOMO, but you guys are great, and I wish you all the best. You know, I wish you the best too, Paul, and yeah. I didn't mind even reading that comment too. You know, everyone's, everyone's at a different point. Uh, especially in this game especially at the moment so like i don't blame people for taking a break or leaving stuff like that too it, it does suck right when you see like man you've been playing since every day since the beta right that's mm. so much dedication like like please if anyone from niantic actually listens to podcast please screenshot that comment from paul and send it somewhere right please do right mm. i don't know I, again like we troll about this we say it a lot but there's got to be someone from niantic that listens to this right please listen to the player base, right? It's just like, we just yeah. want the game to thrive. Like, we're not trying to, like, just, like, like poop on your game all day, right? <laughs> like, when a good event is good, we'll say it, right? Like Justin said, like, a Mr. Hero event was good. Like, just, like, like, like we'll give good feedback, credit where credit's due. But these days, it's not much credit, man. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Last comment, Tyler saying, uh, I, I, I miss, I said something about Shroomish or something, give, give me more candies. <laughs> I meant to say Dusty, correct me. He's a lulz. I appreciate that gentle correction. Um, you guys are always on point. Still hoping we have Zionic back for episode 100. Stay tuned. We're on episode 97, so we're, we're pretty close. We're pretty close. Almost there. Yeah. But anyway, let's dive real quick into this because I know you got a dip soon too, right? Yes, sir. Um, but uh, yeah, so we have some news here. So thank you all for the comments. We'll cover the comments from DeFi East episode uh next mm. week because we're running a little low on time but we have the go fest dates um so yes. those are out and it, maybe we'll talk about that t segment next week i don't know but there's some people that are up in arms about people buying go fest tickets which oh yeah dude. It's, it's a whole thing but anyway uh from the 4th to the 6th of august um so one of you can buy a ticket for one of those three days morning or afternoon london and england is having go fest and also osaka japan you can find us there you can find me there 
You can find Sweetie there too. You got Saturday, right? I got Sunday morning. Yeah. So, so again, Osaka is where we're headed, right? But just yeah. to speak to this to this event, right? We've had uh, we had a hard time doing just Las Vegas, but now we're gonna have two Go Fests at the same time in two different parts of the world. I I'm Dude. hopeful, Caleb, but I that's why I got Sunday last day, right? Hopefully, they got the stuff figured out. Dude, you got yeah. the second day, which is still not too bad, but it's yeah. it's oh, but, but actually your days actually might be worse because it's overlapping with the first day of because yeah because yeah because well, at least the first day for Osaka it hasn't started yet in London because it's you're ahead right so yeah. yours will be the first day where there might be overlap. Ooh, best of luck. Best of luck. We'll Yo, see. the the picture on the website though for Osaka Japan looks amazing, dude. It it's like beautiful. a boat and everything, dude. I can't mm-hmm. wait. I, I don't know about you. I got all my stuff booked for Japan, by the way. I got the Ooh. hotels, everything, everything. I'm ready. Really? You knocked out all the hotels, too? Knocked nice. it out. I knocked it out. And then we got New York City, NYC, USA, yeah. August 18th to the 20th. Dude, I'll be there, too, but I'll literally be like, wow, I'm still jet, like, just coming back from Japan. Dude, we're um, going to be dead. Yeah, but it's going to be it's gonna be fun. I'll be there Saturday morning. What about you? I uh, haven't decided yet. You haven't bought the ticket yet? Nah. You better yet. check, man. What if they're sold out? Oh, whatever sold out. Let me check. No, I, I know you really mind. should. You really should pull up the app, man. I'm just I, saying. I'm just I was saying. looking at it uh, a day or two ago. They still had tickets, so yeah, yeah. I honestly, I think the Osaka tickets sell out faster. Um, yeah, they they have tickets on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday still available. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. As of as of this recording, which is as Tuesday, of this recording or Wednesday, sorry. Let's skip over this Drago thing because it's not even this week. Yeah. Oh, actually, well, let's just say because next week we'll have guests, but we have a Red Drago makeup day, uh, Saturday, thirteenth. May thirteenth. That's about it. Nothing, mm. nothing, nothing wild here. We'll um, see. We'll see if it's a makeup for the makeup. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see. We got Cleaver Ray Day coming up. Um, so that is going to be uh Saturday, May sixth. This upcoming Saturday in three days, actually, mm-hmm. in three days. So we're gonna have to see how that goes. I know some people are boycotting it, but I don't know. It's what it is. It's a debut. It's a bug rock Pokemon. And it's essentially like a crustal, essentially. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's actually going to be better than crustal, but it is the evolution of uh, Scyther. Or Scyther or uh, Scizor? I thought it was a Scyther evolution. It's it like might a... be, but just like a second. It's just like branch off to a different tree. We don't have the moves for it yet, at least not on PV Poke. So it just has struggle and struggle. So we're going to see how good the moves are, but um, it will be making its debut. And if you're lucky, you can also encounter a shiny one. 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Only three hours for this raid day. I'll be casting in Portland, so I hope there's gyms there. Man, I hope there's <laughs> gyms. I really hope so. But um, And also, man, I hate this part. Remote raid limit will be increased to 10. I'm just like... Oh, boy. Ah. I'm just like, what? Thanks. Like, Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so more people could do it. Like, what happened to your mission? Like, isn't this like the event where you want people going out? Like, I don't understand, right? Yeah. Um, but also, you can earn a, five additional daily rate passes. So you don't have to spend any money on this, right? You could, you could boycott it without spending. Like, you could still do the event, not spend money, and still get your cleavor, right? True, true. Or you could just choose true. not to do it. I know some people are playing boycott it. I mean, choose how you want to spend your money and time. I'm not going to mm-hmm. I'm not gonna judge for that. We're going to skip over this uh, Fennekin thing because it's not for a while. Um, yeah, but there's a Fennekin three day. Yo, this instinct leader event. Yo, so it's been live, right? And let's just say 
I've been seeing some wild news about these hatch rates, man. If you haven't been on Twitter, you haven't seen on social media, man, save your incubators. We got the debut of Larvesta in Volcarona, which is the evolution of it. 400 candies to evolve Larvesta into Volcarona, and it is Larvesta's in 2K, 5K, 10K eggs, or are they? Because no one's seeing any of these, right? Like it's you. I see like Yonkers on Twitter posting like hatch like 60 plus eggs. Homes yeah. Emery. These people that are making like like you know like day one release videos on these Pokemon, right? Because they're daily mm-hmm. YouTubers, uh, daily grinders. I mean, they're like probably in competition with each other mostly. But yes. like, well, one, there's no like uh, so the event bonuses increase chance of hatching shiny Pokemon from 2K through 10K eggs. My best is not even can't even be shiny, so that doesn't matter. Much. <laughs> two two times XP for hatching Pokemon, two times starters for hatching Pokemon, but you don't get like reduced distance or anything. And the thing is, Larvesta is like if you look at the odds pool when you click on the egg, it's like all the way at the bottom, man. Like what? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. If if you go to Henry's video, he's got sixteen Larvesta candies. That might have been just one hatch or maybe yeah. two hatches, right? Yeah. And then he pours the the whatever required three hundred and eighty four rare candies into it just to evolve it dude it's yeah you saw the double move and power it up like come on yeah. now yeah i don't know this was definitely a miss by niantic i don't know what they're thinking uh of course you got a uh, lk wearing a special spark theme accessory blah 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 oh uh, this is a weird one too mr mime jr is actually hatching from eggs seven kilometer okay. eggs but like that's supposed to be region specific so that's just like a yeah. random shiny random it's release. so weird why mantic shiny now too i think that's might be new okay. i don't know but yeah just random i don't know uh, let us know if mime jr anyone's hatching mime juniors i don't really even hatch seven kilometer eggs anymore so no. uh, plus i already i already got a mime junior um when i was in europe but right uh but a yeah legit one <laughs> i mean i guess it's still legit if they're actually hatching with seven k's but yeah yeah I went I know, that. I anyway this instinctive hero events man Dude, instinct always getting the short end of the stick. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, but that's not their fault. Yeah, what a weird, what a weird time. Anyway, so there's that. Um, we can let's maybe talk briefly about the T two. So there's a lot of people on Twitter like mad at creators or mad at people mm-hmm. for not boycotting GoFest or buying tickets and stuff. What's your take on a speedish chief? I think okay, so I actually saw a post from Wallower that that really frustrated me. Um, I know I know Wallower will like helicopter into the community these days and just drop negative things. And I guess he thinks he's doing a service to somebody by voicing his opinion that way, or maybe he just wants to get off his chest. I don't know. But um, he basically said that he's upset that people are are creating content and they're also giving Niantic money. And that's what bothers him, right? Because because he doesn't think that people should be able to criticize something, but also to invest in it, especially if it's their livelihood, which I think, again, like if you don't like everything about Twitter, right? If you don't like how your algorithm looks, if you don't like Elon Musk, if you don't like some things that come up on your feed, then you should just uninstall Twitter. That's basically the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what really frustrates people is that content creators – maybe they feel that some of them have like falsely misaligned themselves with the community and said, Oh yeah, this is terrible. Uh, here us Niantic. We don't like the remote raid increase. And then they turn around and just spend money anyway. And they're like fake aligning with the community because they just want to be accepted by everybody else. Right. And I think that is the, the duplicity that really bothers people like Wallower, but I don't think that's exactly what's happening. Maybe some people are like that, 
maybe some people have just flip-flopped and they never really believed in in the community viewpoint in the beginning but i think it's like very few people i think either you feel really strongly against it you feel kind of neutral you don't really care or you're like way like way like in the in the in the homer field for niantic and you're like yeah whatever your vision is man i'm on board mm-hmm. you know like like the dog meme like you crazy bastard i'm in you know basically or um it's a rick and morty meme uh, <laughs> yeah anyway but uh but yeah i feel like i feel like that that fake duplicity is what really bothers some people about it and um yeah, I don't think it's right to just come in and, and just bash people in the community because they want to go out and meet their friends. I think that that's uh, it's not helping anybody, and it's really unfortunate for somebody like Wallower, who used to contribute so much to our community, to just come in and take a dump on everybody and say, "Oh yeah, well that's my my duty for today." Yeah, he had a lot more in his thread too, but he opened up with poke, his his tweet was Pokemon Go content creators criticize Niantic without financially supporting them. Challenge in parentheses impossible. Yeah. Dude, the funniest uh, tweet in response that was inadequate saying, yes, quitting yes, Pokemon Go you. without tweeting about it every day. Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. His tweet so killed good. me. It's so, so good. good. So good. So here's the thing, right? Unless people, unless a creator or someone saying, I am boycotting Niantic no matter what. I'm not spending a single penny in this game again until they fix this, including GoFest, mm-hmm. including all this stuff. I, mean, I think, yeah, maybe that criticism is uh, is definitely, valid. you know, a valid. Yeah, it's, it, is, it is something that's worth noting. But I don't think people said that. Here's Niantic is not, let's boycott Niantic, right? Some people are and some people can, and that's your prerogative. That's your choice. Mm-hmm. But not everyone's going to act the way you want to. It's like, it's like a weird, like purist debate, right? It's like, yes. it's like, Oh, if you're not a hundred percent in, you're not with us, right? You don't stand with us, right? You're mm-hmm. a hypocrite. But like, I don't like there's majority of people fall somewhere in between, right? They, yes. they, some people still spend money on the game. Some people want to do their cleaver race. They're going to do remote raids, right? Some people, don't are going to do remote raids, but they're still going to buy GoFest tickets, and then some people won't do any of it, right? It just like, but the thing is, like tearing each other down over this stuff and fighting, yeah. infighting, it's just like it's not, it's not productive. And I don't think any of our listeners are doing this too, so like we're probably just preaching to the choir. But it was something that we saw a lot on Twitter lately, and it was just a little disheartening to see the back and forth on it because I'm just like, dude, like why are we, why are we arguing about this? Like, let's just like. Like, let people enjoy their GoFest if they want to, right? Like, at the end of the day, like, I think Niantic is still hurting in terms of revenue standpoint. Oh, yes, they are. I saw some some analytics, and I was like, it looked like they were down, like, I think it was like 20 million in just this past month. Like, 30 million. 30 million? Dude, dude, yeah, Yeah. no wonder, man. These Larvesta, they they need people hatching these Larvesta eggs, man. (laughs) Or trying to. Gosh. From from their peak this year, they've dropped like 35 million in revenue. Yeah. in, in In just this month. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yo, you're almost at 18 million stardust, dude. What's going on? I'm I'm more than that now. I'm at, <laughs> yeah. I'm at yeah. 18. When, when point... are you spending the stardust, and when are you doing this Bastion stream? The Bastion stream is going to have to wait till greatly comes back around. I will say that. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. uh. I, I'm at 18, there. 18, 146k, 126. I think I'm going to push to 20 because I think that's my that would be my my personal best okay and then i'll spend it all what what's your elo at by the way right now dude i'm in the 2600s right now polymer sub beat you to legend too this guy i was like dude, I, know. I was like maybe that should be the new bet <laughs> dude i i got to i got to 2749 
with the Azu Shadow Gliscor and Galarian Sunfist team. Uh, I forget whose it was. Maybe it was Kakarot's team. But I got to like, I got one point from Expert, and then I fell down to 2600s with the ah, same team. Dang. So now I, I'm like changing it up. I got some bad news for you. There's no more Great League. I, <laughs> I know you have GPL ACO, so you don't have time to do that. But nope. there's no more Great League uh, <laughs> for this cycle. So, hey, unless yeah. you make a new Bastion, there is Catch Cup. Um, I guess. <laughs> I guess. So we'll we'll I'll do that, or we'll just have to we'll just have to wait till next season, man. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. We, we tried. We tried. We tried. This is, we're working with slow slowest chief here, right? Oh, uh, very funny. So, yeah. But I just want to apologize one more time for the short episode, and uh, Caleb's been super accommodating. Again, sorry for uh, pushing the recording so late and making a shorter episode, but we'll have more next week for you guys. We will, and we will have special guests for next week. Yes. Maybe more than one guest at a time. That'll be, that'll be a first. That'll Let's be a do first. It. But we'll see. But until then, we wish you all the best of luck as you try to hatch Larvesta eggs, or maybe don't, because <laughs> ain't <laughs> no one be hatching those. Uh, luckily, I don't think it's like super PvP relevant, so... No. It's fine, but dude, what is Niantic doing, man? Like, this is just going to encourage people to like defit and use rockers even more. Stuff. I ain't trying to encourage none of this stuff, but like, what? What are we I doing? Don't know. What are we doing, Niantic? I, I wish I had answers for you. I do. I wish I did too. Anyway, um, it was a fun time though. Thank you all for leaving the comments. Uh, we we made it through the news pretty quick, but uh, yeah, next week's going to be a good one. So stay tuned. Drop down below who you think is going to be on the podcast. Who do you think it's going to be? I will say at least one person out of our potential two guests on our podcast is a returning guest. Oh, let's go. All right. Returning guest, someone that's been on the podcast before. So take your your educated guesses down below. Uh, But until then, peace out. Good luck on Cleaver Raid Day if you decide to play it. And we'll catch you all next time. Peace.